0: Hi, this is Paul from Living in the Past, and I just wanted to talk to you at the start of the show here because in this episode we cover the month of February 1990, where among a lot of other events um, something truly amazing happened where Nelson Mandela was finally released from prison after 27 long years. Uh, We do touch on it a little bit in the episode, but I felt that it wasn't quite enough... um, respect and breadth to give such an amazing man and a such an amazing story and journey. So I just wanted to let you know of a few other things that you can look into if you want to read some more up on Nelson Mandela's life. Uh, you've got a great NPR podcast called Nelson Mandela and Audio History. You've got Mandela, A Long Walk to Freedom, a movie that's based on the book of the same name. You've got a movie called Goodbye Bafana, which takes place in the prison years when uh, Nelson Mandela was incarcerated. Uh, a few uh, books to check out, Dare Not to Linger, The Prison Letters of Nelson Mandela and Conversations with Myself. Uh, there's also another documentary that you should really check out called A Mandla, A Revolution in Four-Part Harmony. It's all about how music really helped carry the protest and carry the um, opposition to apartheid in South Africa at the time. Um, it's a really really decent documentary from back in 2002 it's a little bit hard to find but i'm sure there's there's a will there's a way Um, so yeah definitely look back and it's an amazing story he did a lot of really really good things for not only south africa but for the world and he's an inspiration and with that we go on to the show nineteen ninety. Oh, Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day. I did Day. not even think about that. Uh the voice other voice you're hearing, uh well, the voice you're hearing right now is me, Paul. I'm the host, and uh also my co host, recurring guest, whatever you want to call him, Ben is yeah, let's, here. Let's call him Ben. Let's call him Ben. <laughs> Be Ray. Um no, that's yeah. t- that's too obvious. Benjamin, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, R. Benjamin R. you actually got a you've got a serial killer name remember yeah benjamin charles Tom... thomas ray thompson ray. thompson ray yeah Jesus. so you got a nice hyphenated like if you want to want to get on a on a serial killing streak yeah i'll just blame my name which then <laughs> sorry judge my name made me do it which then um yeah because like you're into like you and your partner are into like sort of the dark the dark shit yeah <laughs> So, so you could kill a bunch of people Then like 10 years time Like she'll be really into it And like re- Watching it on Forensic Files I feel like Dark shit is a bit extreme <laughs> She watched a lot of Forensic Files I fall asleep to a lot of Forensic Files <laughs> Do you have them like uh, Projected dreams Of Murder Um No I get woken up by dogs and cats Too much in the night To really have dreams anymore You get woken up way more than me I've got kids That's ridiculous Yeah Um I was actually, and let's, 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 let's segue firstly. So we, we're talking about February 1990, but we start every episode with uh, Living in the Now. So we go Living in the Now. Now, last night, I caught an episode of a show called Ghost Town. Which I think is a sh- offshoot of Ghost Adventures, because and like this is the stuff that you and your partner are yeah, into. Yeah, we used to watch a lot of ghost shows. I'm trying to steer away from it now. We and I, it was just, we caught like a bit of it, and it was about um, they were they were in like some uh, Masonic uh, temple house, and they kept calling this um, criminal of of back in the like the 30s, like big nose, big nose George. That's a bit mean. And I was like, and he kept they kept saying it over, and then like they'd have these flashing lights, and it's like. Big Nose George, can you hear us? And it'll be flashing, and then he'll start flashing even more. And like you're pissing it off. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would find the guy who, um, there's a guy who, uh, put Big Nose George to death, and then <laughs> made some made shoes out of his skin. And they're like. Big Nose George, are you happy that this other person's here? And then, like, it'll start flashing. like, of course he's not! He made shits of his skin! <laughs> it, was, it was insane. I couldn't stop watching it. And I thought, I, I for because I've always sort of, in my mind, not to your face, because I'm not going like, to you're young, but, like, I, I poo-pooed Ghost Hunting <laughs> because it's so I stupid. I poo-poo every time we watch it. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> but but I still get
1: suckered in. Oh, my Lord.
0: I was like, I know, I've got to know the Big Nose... And I really wanted him just to, like, poltergeist the crap out of these four, like... And they all look the same. They all they all were bald, but had goatees.
1: Oh and yeah, I know the show. Yeah, yeah. and we watch one, a lot of them. It's hard to keep track. of One who's dude who. in
0: like a trucker cap. Um, he kept sitting yep. in big. No- he kept sitting in Big Nose George's chair. He's like, "Am I upsetting you?" And it starts flashing. And he just he wouldn't get out of it. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" First you're insulting Big Nose George to his face, and now you're sitting in his chair. Fuck you.
1: M- most of the fun with ghost shows is how ridiculous they are. Like some of them want to like be mean to the ghost and make the ghost do stuff. Some mm. of them try and be really respectful, but I'm pretty sure at the end of the day they all fake it. Yeah, or just thing, what I think that's
0: why. But they're so committed to it, so I had to respect that that they were so committed to like looking like idiots, looking like idiots and pissing off Big Nose George. Um, yeah. What are you watching at the moment? Um,
1: mostly sports. I'm uh, afraid yeah, the, to say uh, for you, <laughs> the <laughs> South
0: of Ellie Ruddiggers are against the uh, yeah. Hartford sil- Whalers. The, sil- the silly nannies. Yeah. Isotopes. Topes. Um, yeah, so we've got a grand final coming up in... Actually, I think it's a grand final being played today of our local league of my team that I'm into when they're winning. Yeah, which <laughs> might be today. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I caught just like the the super spreader event of the season. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we, we're, everyone's in keeping that, their distance. we're in a state that um, has uh, very, very low cases and, and, and community spreads. So I'm, I'm happy. But having said that, I know some elderly people at that game. I'm like, I don't know what they should be. I right think now. that club's fan base is elderly people. Yeah. 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 Especially the team, like especially the Roosters, they, they have a very elderly fan base. Uh, so just sport. Yeah. Is NHL started yet? We're talking this no. out in October, so I always miss when End these... End of the month, I think? Yeah, yeah. That's the sort of one I keep, a, keep an eye on, and maybe some baseball. It's just, like, I don't want to pay for it, so I just watch the highlights packages. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's really expensive. Oh, man. Yeah. So uh, it's not
1: fair. Um, The occasional horror film, um, I'm sad to admit I didn't want to bring up in January, but we do watch a lot of uh, HGTV. HGTV? Like House Hunters... <laughs> terrible renovation shows fix fixer her. Oh,
0: so have you watched um the brad pitt one yet no
1: that's the only thing i want to see <laughs> and i haven't seen it yet
0: um and there's like i know there's a vanilla ice one which yeah, is yeah. on topic because i think vanilla i think oh no that was next next year is the 1991 is the coolest ice his film that came out but um this is the year that ice ice baby came out oh let's skip over that one no oh okay Nope.
1: Which podcast face, is this?
0: <laughs> you have to face you have to face the horrors of the past as long, as well as the the good ones. I've been trying to, but I'm still working my way through Bond movies. Um, so a License to Kill was the last time, the last one I, I watched, and I'm halfway through the Man with the Golden Gun, and that's a tough halfway one. halfway through. I watch it in stages because like yeah. either I fall asleep or I get interrupted. So I have an intermission that can sometimes be days. Yeah, I'm trying to watch the Bourne's. Oh, I can't... It loses my interest. That's upsetting. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like them anymore, but they were still, at that time... Ah, oh, they were so good. And tagging up just on from our last episode, you have now watched Hubie Halloween. Yes. And did you like it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to an extent. And anyone who knows, like, we've listened to other podcasts I'm on, there was an extended bit on Hubie Halloween in our Days Video Graveyard episode, I think, last week, so... Yeah, I've got a lot of love for that movie. A lot yeah. of misplaced love. It's
1: made me want to go back to a lot of Happy Madison films. Yeah. But having the time and the effort. My partner really likes Little Nicky, and I feel like I should give that another shot. <laughs> but I also have no time for it at all.
0: Oh, now anything's possible. I'll, I'll give Little Nicky. All I remember is a new metal soundtrack and like um, a really annoying voice. So. Yeah, yeah uh, cool. Well, that was living in the now and now let's, uh, go back, back into the 1990s. This is February, 1990. Okay. So our major events for this year, this year this month. I'm going to say that every time. Uh, Nelson Mandela was released from prison and, um, at the top of the show, you would have heard me telling you some of the, um, podcasts and movies and books that you can read on sort of to read more on that. Um, 27 years was it in
1: jail? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and um, throughout these months and the next few months, were like a few episodes. Like, there's things that come up because obviously there was like a lot of unrest after that happened, and um, yeah, it's uh still an amazing like it's, it's amazing that in 1990 that it took them that long to, to release someone, um, for. In my opinion, um, no, did nothing, did nothing, <laughs> did nothing, did, did not need to be there. Um, we also had um. The U.S., the Britain, and France uh, said yes, okay, to the German reunification. So, Berlin Wall was taken down in November in eighty nine, and then the actual reunification of Germany was taking place all throughout nineteen ninety. So, that was um, given the okay by the Allied forces. But that took a long time to actually come through, right? Oh yeah, and then like I think the official just demolishing of the wall was like way way later in the year. Like there was people who took it apart. Because they wants to take apart, but the actual official demolishing of by the actual state was done ages later. Um, and there's a thing in New Zealand called uh, Black Tour Day, which is... Okay, so what happened in the Navy was they used to receive a rum ration to them. Because alcohol, you know, why not? Um, and this is like in February 1990, it was the last time they gave a rum ration to sailors in the New Zealand Navy. Weird. Weird.
1: I wonder how often they were actually taking it up until that <laughs> point. It was like, hey, no one's taken any rum for the last four
0: years. Maybe we stop. <laughs> and it's like, should we use like blankets and stuff like that to keep warm? Nah, <laughs> we'll use our rum ration instead. Which yeah. I'm assuming that's why they gave it to him. It was like, they like, oh, this this will keep you warm and stuff like that. Um, but then like by 1990, they like, it doesn't work that way. I
1: was going to say, as someone who's never drank rum,
0: does it keep you warm when they're outside? It if keeps, you have frostbite it, on your toes. It angers at the blood. Yeah, <laughs> most people I know who get um, upset when they're drinking is usually to because of rum, right? Most likely Bundaberg rum. I think they put something in there like an extra steroid, and it just makes me go insane. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the major events for that month. Um, I'm upset also-
1: that that's your major events. Sport. Because I noted that the figure skating world championships, actually European and United States figure skating championships happened.
0: I, see, I mean, I, I was, I, and I'm pretty sure the site that you got that from, I sort of look, if I see something to do with sport, I'm like, Ugh. that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why I'm here. And who won the figure skating championship? Uh,
1: European and American people. <laughs> I didn't care enough to actually clean. I was like, oh,
0: figure skating championships. That's cool. Um, yeah I look and looking forward like these these first few months of the year and like this is this goes across the board for like movies and stuff too like there just seems to be nothing that happened like it's just <laughs> well it depends what you're looking at I suppose cause... yeah if you're a biggest gaming enthusiast this is not the podcast for you but if you are then like obviously I, I should apologise for that so. if
1: you're a somewhat sports enthusiast that I thought sometimes I am and then I look at the list like men's hockey world cup happened yeah eh, I could do without it um, but if we're going to be one of those people that, like... You know when you watch the news and it's like, oh, this is all based around, like, Australians or, like, oh, yeah. this certain area, because that's where we are?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't really like that. But Australia did come third Well, in the Hockey World Cup. We get we give way too much credence for, like, our standings when we go... In. Like, if, if Australia comes, like, within the first top ten, yeah, it's a new story about it, because we, we always want to be proving ourselves. Yeah. It's a bit sad.
1: I hope most countries do that, though. <laughs> um, there was also the... This one I actually kind of like. I've never really watched it, but whenever it is on, I want to watch it, okay. is handball. <laughs> the World Men's Handball Championship uh, was played in February
0: 1990. I, I saw that in the Olympic Games, I think, and it's, it is it is—it's fun to watch. It's like it water polo. Is. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of fun to watch.
1: <laughs> water polo meets indoor soccer. Yeah. Without
0: the the violence? Or is there there violence in it?
1: I've never watched enough of a game to find out.
0: I've never seen a more violent game than indoor soccer at a local... That's because you watched my brother play and he beat people up. It was was intense. Usually it's not like that. I remember that game where I was in goals and I literally feared for my life. Yeah. Yeah. Did not like that. (laughs) Um, One other thing that happened uh, was uh, Andy Rooney uh who we will not know much over here cuz we, we we have a different 60 minutes lineup but in America he was the one that at the end of the program you know who give us like who give us two cents on uh, like issues yeah. and stuff like that. he made waves because he made racist comments and also hiv comments um cuz around this time like hiv was like not real like he's new but like people still didn't know how to deal with it yeah and uh he made like comments and got suspended from air so it was like it was a star of people, like, going, I don't know whether we should, like, be okay with old white guys saying, like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's weird as well the fact he didn't just say it in passing. It was in his... Was it bi-weekly gay magazine?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he said... um, Basically, he was saying that um, HIV was passed through people of a certain demographic. Yeah. And, and, and social standing. And it was just like...
1: And They have oh, yeah.
0: lowered their gene pool or something, and he's... yeah, and it's just like, and I'm, I'm glad that, like, yeah, you know, like back then they had the presence of mind to go, like, oh, that's not right, we'll stop, we'll, we'll put a stop to that. But um, yeah, there's been uh, there's a few times this year, like that, that we'll be going through for the 1990 at least that um, that's come up, and it's like it's interesting to see these little nuggets like this these days. Like you wouldn't be able to get away with that at all, obviously, which is good. But yeah, well, it depends who you are. More true. So that's the events, and now we're on to the films. Alright, so it was slim pickings again. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, when we used to work at Blockbuster, I remember February was the month that, like... I mean, January was bad, but February was worse, because February was yeah. awards month. Um, this was the month that, later on, we would get the, the action movie with Bruce Willis on the front cover but he's actually in the movie for like about 5 minutes I did not
1: know what you're talking about
0: so we would get these movies and they will like they would have Bruce Willis in the like right on the front cover like he's right in the middle centre place then people would come back and say hey he's on a unit for like 15 minutes and then like he gets killed or he, he like walks off screen <laughs> and it's like oh and then like so like and it would always be something like um, like like sp- strike striking not striking ground strike force or something like that or like yeah pick your pick your verb and your adjective See, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you did not know about this because i never watched any of that stuff i didn't watch it now. i just got <laughs> i just i just handled the complaints from customers so yeah i didn't listen to that <laughs> so uh this this month um the pick of the bunch which is saying a lot is a uh, heart condition which i'll go into in a sec uh hard to kill Loose Cannons, Revenge, Madhouse, and Nightbreed, of which Nightbreed you you checked out, and I saw that you rated it on Letterbox uh, one and a half, but I did not read the review because I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, um, that
1: it's a it's a <laughs> mild spoiler in the review, just pre warning, <laughs> you can spoil it for this
0: ninth, this is a thirty year old movie.
1: I mean, the movie spoil itself, to be fair. Um, I checked out in both senses that. I watched it and did not fully pay attention. So my, my rating is maybe slightly skewed.
0: Your phone screen to TV screen ratio would be 60, 40. Yeah, maybe 60, 40. Um,
1: I may have been doing other things at the time, but, uh, my review went as such. The star of the film had no backstory, not enough screen time or any conclusion whatsoever. The dog,
0: there's a dog in it, there's a dog in the film. And it's the highlight of the whole thing. (laughs) And then he's just gone. And you don't know what happens. So what's the... Can you give me, like, a quick... Like, if you had to write an IMDb three-sentence overview of what Nightbreed is? Um, That's tough. And I'll I'll actually pull up the IMDb...
1: (laughs) I mean, it's one of those films that's hard to kind of watch as you would at the time. Because at the time, like, the... They weren't effects like the makeup and like the costumes were were really good. Like they looked cool. Oh, it's Clive were...
0: Barker. That okay? Yeah. Have you ever seen? Have you ever heard him talk?
1: No, I've heard um, David Cronenberg talk now, and I did not enjoy that at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's far he's too not, much of that. He's
0: not as bad as um, David Lynch, um, but yeah. Uh, if you if, if if you can after listen to this or do while you listen to this, check out a YouTube clip of Clive Barker, and. He kind of looks like Harvey Feistine. Okay, like it's 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 great. Uh, so the it is a troubled young man is drawn to a mythical place called Midian, where a variety of monsters are hiding from humanity. That gives me nothing.
1: Yeah, I would have gone with David Burana's dad gets confused <laughs> in a graveyard, um, and makes new friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then kills all of his friends somehow. Can you...
0: And rekindles his friends. Can you then go onto their Wikipedia release and change that to the overview? <laughs> I can try. I don't know if they'll let me. David Borianis' dad. <laughs> it's a great shepherd.
1: Oh, good call. Thank you. I was pretty proud. The first 20 minutes, I'm like, who does he look like? Who does he look like? like it's, it's
0: not Josh Brolin. He's got that caveman... Yeah, sort of forehead thing going on. Um, man, he's been in nothing else either, too.
1: It's quite sad going through the cast list. A lot of their <laughs> photos are from Nightbreed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we did um, Basket Case on DVD, and nearly every single person is like, "It's from the the from Basket Case." It's like they've never yeah. done anything else apart from that.
1: And then I thought, like, it's one of those movies that I'd seen at the video store hundreds of times like that's kind of a cool cover never thought any more about it but to see that it didn't do very well
0: and it lost money it's got a cult following like we got asked to do it a lot on our other podcasts for our whole our horror month of like october and it's actually quite hard to get a hold of i think you can i think you can buy it or rent it online but i couldn't find it anywhere else i was gonna ask you for it. i assumed you had it no nah, i'm not like 90 like that late 90s late 80s 90s horror is not not my what I'm into but um yeah it was not very good was the soundtrack at least good uh, it looks like one of these movies that has a shit film but a good soundtrack not really okay it was actually I did notice
1: a couple of times like this music's a bit weird this isn't I don't know it didn't all <laughs> seem to fit together the dog didn't fit at all I don't know what he's doing there he could have been doing much better things do you reckon the dog's
0: been in other things since
1: ah uh, you know I didn't actually look that up
0: you can you know I hope that he he or she has. Cause I yeah, um, I hope someone goes out and watches it now. And is like that's the fucking doggy? Fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so have I talked to you about heart condition? Briefly. Okay. So if you don't know, and I I implore you, it's a really bad. It's a rough hour and a half. But everyone should watch this as like, this happened in 1990. Um, this is the year that Denzel Washington, who was in this movie, won um, a Golden Globe for Glory. And then yes. soon we'll be going on to light stuff like Philadelphia and, and Malcolm X and stuff. He plays a lawyer who is being pursued by a cop played by Bob Hoskins of, uh, of <laughs> excellent um, choice who framed Roger Rabbit, um, who I've uh, who I always refer to as um, brown sugar on the porridge because he takes his he takes his top off in a lot of movies. And I've he's never a, noticed that. And he's got like a lot. He's got a nice smattering of hair over his very pale white body. Yeah. Uh, he very his, wibbly body as well. It's very wibbly, and yeah. but he he. There's nothing wrong with that. We, we I found a bunch of movies that he's taken his top off in. He was very very. He was very very. He was not into body shaming. He was very very um, proud of his. Did uh, you find his... them, or did you go into Mister Skin looking for them? <laughs> 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 I, mean, I would. I would definitely do that though. <laughs> Google image, Bob Hoskins shirtless. Um, he's a really racist and like unhealthy cop. And then what happens is in the, in the, he, he like, he sees Denzel Washington He and Bob Hoskins has also got some sort of on again, off again thing with a sex worker in the movie. And he sees Denzel Washington backhand her. So he Ooh. pursues Denzel Washington cause he thinks he's dirty. And then by the end of that race, no, by the end of that chase, sorry, he's like really sweaty and you, you like, you think he's going to kill over them. And then he calls okay. Denzel Washington the N word and then gets t- taken into like the chief's office who is also African-American and says, um, there's some people who can say the N word and some people who can't. And oh. you definitely can't. It's a very, very wow. weird thing. And like his, his boss. Yeah. So he goes home and has his heart attack and basically gets rushed to hospital on that same night, Denzel Washington gets attacked and gets taken to the same hospital and dies, but has a heart, and his Ooh. heart gets taken out of his body and put into Bob Hoskins' body. And now Bob Hoskins Uh-oh. has Denzel Washington's, Denzel Washington's heart in his body, and Denzel Washington's ghost follows around Bob Hoskins for the rest of the movie, trying to solve his murder. Wow. Yeah. This actually... <laughs> oh, look, it you sounds know, great, Oh, but well, it's not. Well, no, not great. Okay, it sounds like an interesting premise. Yeah, but it's so like his friends, his friends will know before he wakes up that he's got Denzel Washington's heart. So they, um, they put a uh, a large black sex toy in between his legs, and so the first thing he wakes oh. up and sees is that. And it's a very very weird movie and a very very off putting movie. And like, there's one part in it where Bob Hoskins has this tirade against Denzel Washington, and he, like, not only, like, lays into African-American people, he, like, it's, like, Latino and Asians, and it's, like, is this in the script, or is Bob Hoskins just getting <laughs> some stuff up <off> his chest? <laughs> um, and then I'm sure he comes around
1: to redeem himself and was, like, hey, white cops are great. Look at him. He's a good man in the end.
0: Uh, I won't give away the ending, but, man, like, they do a freeze-frame ending. And, Ooh. oh, and also, um, they also... Uh, one of his mates... One of his friends is at the, uh, it's the, it ends in a wedding and one of his friends at the wedding and one of them goes, Hey, what's up with him? And the guy goes, I don't know. Must be something to do with his heart condition. So they actually say that in uh, the movie, nice. is like the last thing. <laughs> please watch this movie. Everyone should do this. I did consider so it. Bad. I thought about it when I was going through the list and like, uh... you could, you could easily sell this as a horror movie to watch in October cause it's fucking horrible. Um, the other movies that got released, are Hard to Kill. Um, I didn't watch it cause I refused to watch anything by Steven Seagal, but his name is Mason Storm in this. Nice. Um, it was the first movie to feature his ponytail. Ooh. Uh, Loose Cannons is a, uh, oddball sort of cop comedy where Gene Hackman plays the, um, sort of Dirty Harry and then Dan Aykroyd comes on. And he's got a mental condition. <laughs> he's basically got split personality disorder and they have fun with that the entire film. Um, and it's... The the front cover of it looks like it's from like 1983, but it was actually 1990. It's, it's very... Um, it's Yeah, it's weird. Uh, revenge is the only movie I actually wanted to watch and I could not find a copy of it. So if you know where you can get Revenge, please tell me. Who was that? What was all that about? Kevin Costner. Oh. Uh, yes. Tony Scott directed it um basically i've heard that it's a it's a uh, a dry run for man on fire Weird. except like um featuring um my man kevin costner uh and then we got madhouse which you can watch on stan but i don't think you should because it's awful it's got kirsty alley and um john larroquette uh there is a lot of casual racism and lots of Lots of slurs. In a, in a movie that's actually PG, I was surprised it was PG. <laughs> I'm finding that so odd about the
1: 90s where like, I thought the 90s was shit for this kind of thing where people just did whatever they wanted and it was all good. But then we hear about, like I mentioned in January, Your Racist Friend, the mm. Might Be Giant song. Yeah. And this guy that's getting suspended from CBS. And you hear people calling these things out. Like, wow, the 90s was more progressive than I thought. But on the flip side, no, it's not. Because <laughs> people still did whatever they wanted to and I got away with it.
0: This was the end, well, is this is this beginning to be the end of, like, the, um, like, where actors started to have a lot of say. So, like, Kirstie Alley, because I think she was on Cheers at this time, and John Larroquette, as much as I can't stand him, he had a lot of sway in, like, um, American TV and, and movies and stuff like that. So a lot of the stuff sort of just got red, or um, green-lighted through. Just on their star power. Yeah. Um, whereas like, I think towards when the blockbusters really started churning out, they they basically said, well, the actor can be replaced. It's the, it's the spectacle that we need. So like we can, you know, if you're going to be hard to deal with or want shit in there that we don't want in it, fuck you. Yeah. Like we'll get rid of you.
1: That's when Bruce Lee started doing those 15 minute films.
0: Bruce Lee? Bruce Lee. Bruce Willis. <laughs> take two. <laughs> <laughs> He's take two. <laughs> um so that was that was movies uh this is now television so uh, like i've said before we um we're kind of dealing with a, a couple of different timelines here so um a lot of stuff especially for tv was released in america in 89 but we only got it in 1990 um which you know to wit uh Murphy Brown, which was a staple of my growing up, like my never sister, saw one. My sister and my mum loved that show, and I watched a lot of it. And I think, um, because I'm a pretty big sitcom guy. Like a lot of people, um, always sort of question why I like sitcoms that much. Like I used to that my building box for like what I saw as, as comedy was American sitcoms and British sitcoms.
1: Can I just pause you for a second? Mm-hmm. Um, I said the word sitcom to a 22 year old yesterday, and they said, <laughs> "What's that?" <laughs> i hope she never listens to this uh, i died inside
0: because it's called a dramedy now
1: i don't know it's,
0: it's tv who even watches tv anymore ah uh, i do <laughs> uh so murphy round and it, it did get revived uh recently um but again i i mean if i could find um if, if i found that in a shop i would most likely buy it because it's just I don't, a lot of this stuff do you Astrid, I was going to touch on this. Like, say, so, have you with your partner or a friend, we've you've probably, you've probably done it to each other. Um, you've got a thing that you really, really love from like your adolescence or your childhood. Yeah. And then you like, you play it and you're like, this is really good. And then you look over and you can see that they're, just not, they're not doing it. And like now you would like, yeah. do I turn it off and sort of highlight that? Or do we push through to the end of the episode at least? And then they can say, like, oh, it's good, but not my sort of thing. Because I was watching Larry Sanders the other day, which I love. And still um, love? And still love. Okay. Um, and and Mal was not into Cause it. Because <laughs> that's the thing,
1: like, when you rewatch it
0: with someone and
1: either it's changed for you as you've got older or you see their feelings about it and that changes your feelings yeah. about it.
0: <laughs> and I was like, well, I yeah. And also the thing is, like, you know, sometimes they walk in and it's like, it's not the best representation of that show. And yeah. I think that the episode that we're watching, I'm like it's not usually and like I I it's not usually like this it's usually better and like i and i hate that when people say oh you should watch this show it takes about a season or two to get into it but then by the time i'm like no 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 yeah if it's more than two episodes <laughs> that's too many that's the thing with game of thrones like i've never watched game of thrones before because people are like oh it gets good in season three but i'm like that's a lot of can you start in season three no no then <laughs> see you later uh, Doogie Howser started, uh, which was also another, a big staple of mine. I really liked those... Um, like, I remember like there was one night where it was like, Doogie Howser, then Quantum Leap. And that was like my Wednesday or Thursday night.
1: I feel like Doogie Howser, for me, was just because of The Simpsons. Yeah. Like, was it... Uh, Simpsons came after, I think? Yeah, yeah. I think so Doogie like they, on first, um, so I'd see the last couple of minutes and be like, Oh, Because then Neil Patrick Simpsons.
0: Harris was... Um, well, he was on The Simpsons because, it, like, he played Bart in the... When Bart... Yeah. Was in the... Uh, with Fat Tony. Yep. <laughs> yep. um And then, like, I remember because, like, it's like, one of those things when, when How I Met Your Mother came out. People were like, oh, look, it's Dickie Hauser. And that, that, that dogged him for a, like, at least the first two seasons. Because I think, apart from Starship Troopers, like, we haven't seen anything of him. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he's great. Haven't seen it. You should watch it.
1: I was told that last night, multiple times. Nineteen ninety-seven. Only a few more seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find something else to watch that month.
0: Uh, it was by, um, it's by the Todoroki old director, yeah. Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which actually aired first in nineteen eighty-seven overseas, started for the first time in Australia. Wow. That's it, a long delay. <laughs> it is a long delay because they didn't know if it was going to like take off. Um, and I think they tried. They did it basically trying to coincide it with the movie, the live action movie coming out. Um, that was in nineteen ninety. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. To watch it these days, you would think that not um, because it's so good and holds up so well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. I watched the so the original cartoon. Um, we bought a bunch from the op shop, like Goodwill. Uh, for like two bucks each, and I thought this is gonna be awesome. And the animation on these first few seasons, you know, like was when the, no. <laughs> no, you know, like when the perspectives change, and like suddenly their shoulders get really big because yeah. it's, it's like nearest to the camera. And then like I swear, Raf, Raphael's, I had like four fingers in one, and three fingers, and then two fingers. It's like, yeah, uh, I think they rushed this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Simpsons episodes for this month were one of my favourites, Bart the General. Um, Bart the General, I think, is one of the all-time best Simpsons episodes that did what the Simpsons set out to do, which is, like, be funny, mm. be relevant to kids, have a message yeah. that wasn't too, sort of, like, sickly sweet, yeah. Um. And then, because at the end, I remember, um, Bart comes out at the end and basically talks to the screen and says like, you know, about bullying, and it's it's just like that's when that's when the Simpsons I think are, are sometimes at their best when they actually are like sincere and like this is like we're actually trying to tackle an issue but do it funnily.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When they had some morals and they portrayed them well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the first I think s- several seasons um, probably covered that. So um, we also had uh, Moaning Lisa which is, um, when Decent she... for Elisa Lisa episode. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, meets, uh, bleeding gums, Murphy, uh, call of the Simpsons, which is when they go into the bush, which is one of my, my all time favorites. That's probably the one that I remember seeing right at the start and just like drawing me in. Like, I think I had that on a video and just watched it over and over. And over.
1: I always thought that was like one of the first few episodes, like a lot earlier on than, than Yeah. Is.
0: yeah. And then the telltale head, which is great. Like, I really like that one. Um, that's when I think I like it the most because, uh, it. It shows like obviously back then I wasn't thinking about this but like watching it again, it was the first time we'd um uh, really sort of discovered the town, and discovered yeah. there's like a there's a, there's a central like um square that has this like, monument to Jibadah Springfield and then like you, you met all like um more people from around the town because they they group <laughs> this is the first time they get like the pitchforks and, and yeah, torches out. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, so I I really like um that as a as as that. And then uh Seinfeld hadn't started yet, so we're not going on to those. But uh yeah, I think this is maybe I think Simpson's first season only had about nine or ten episodes, so I think it's it finishes in the next couple of months. But I wonder how many shows
1: were airing that you know we've talked about movies that came out and they're like were maybe good at the time but just completely vanished. Like mm. we still had at least four or five channels in nineteen ninety, right? Like there would have been a lot of stuff on. <laughs> Oh, there was stuff on my like,
0: show
1: just completely got missed. I've been no trying to find,
0: actually, like... Um, and there's a few things online, but I've been, I've been trying to find a physical copy of uh, TV Guide from back then. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, the thing is, like, it's it's actually not that dissimilar. Like, looking at some stuff from, like, websites and stuff. Like, they're still just playing pretty much the same movies. Like, There'll be, like, a Clint Eastwood movie yeah. and, uh, and, a, and a romantic comedy. And then there'll be a sketch comedy show. And then there'll be news. And then ABC had, like, stuff about, you know, stuff that was going on in the world and no one watched it. <laughs> yeah. And then SBS was, like, trying to draw people over and so they put, like, a French film that had nude people in it. Yeah. <laughs> Something for everyone. Something for everyone, so, yeah. But I'm like, sure, like,
1: Neighbours was going,
0: right? Oh, Neighbours was going, yeah. So, we like, next month we'll be talking about uh, uh, Logies and um, they did oh, a, I, think, nice. I think they did a clean sweep of that because um, there was nothing else going on yeah. <laughs> although was Hey Hey It's Saturday running yet? that must have been going as well uh, there was um, I look I I can't stand Hey Hey It's Saturday and but there's a there is a oh, there's a web there's a sorry there's a podcast um about I think it's called Hey Hey It's the podcast and it's not nice it's not glorifying it um but it's just sort of like uh going back to certain episodes and saying well this happened and this happened and this happened um i urge you to just check out a few episodes because it's a really well done one and um yeah they, they cover some good stuff um there was okay it's the other thing that like um in australia gardening australia and late line began so basically <laughs> the thing that both my parents would watch <laughs> started in 1990 um and there was one show I wanted to just focus on for a sec. They um they resurrected the Brady Bunch, but they called oh it the, yeah they called it the Bradys, and it was a drama series that went for six episodes and tackled like real life problems like infidelity. I think there might have even been like an abortion <laughs> episode or something.
1: Cool.
0: And it's like it was. I saw like the like a, a couple of clips on YouTube, on it. and if you get a chance, like try and find it because it's um. It's one of those ones that, like, I think now they put two episodes together and made it into a, a telly movie. Um, yep. But it's yeah, it's called The Brady's. And this um, is the one they didn't have all the originals. Was it yes. a different dad? Or was it a different older son? All, all the all the originals came back. Oh wow! I think the only person that didn't come back was Alice because I don't think they could say that she would still be alive. But I could um. be I could be mistaken. But like, yeah, <laughs> the first episode is Alice's funeral. <laughs> it's a good way to people <laughs> and put people back. The boxes up and the It's just yeah. The, the in the middle. Um, it's just it's bizarre. It's bizarre like that. Like this is the the time where they are like let's because this is the time that like um, you know, you have, like the Uncle Buck TV show. You have the Ferris Bueller TV show that like, they'll like take these like premises of like that worked as a movie or that worked back then we'll bring this back and we'll we'll give it a 90s touch and it's like no one wants this
1: I think um, also we need to remember to not shame people because I didn't know there was a Ferris Bueller TV show oh not shaming it like when did they I what
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, I think that was this year as well and it's just um, when we get to I'll, I'll do have some notes on it but yeah like they're all available on YouTube wow yeah the YouTube Uncle Buck one, the, the Uncle Buck TV show, I actually kind of liked, but, but like I'm, I, I love Uncle Buck. So. I'm
1: assuming neither show had original
0: no. members. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was like when they, they made the Clerks TV show. You mean the cartoon? No, no, they had made a live, they made a, a pilot, a live series pilot, pilot. No, I haven't seen that either. Oh, oh. I think it had. Um, don't shame me for these things. I'm I young. Don't. I think it had. Um, What's the guy from Half Baked? And That's also... not Dave Chappelle. That's not Dave Chappelle, and he's also know. he was also um on Saturday Night Live. He did the Joe Pesci show. I can't help you. I'm sorry. Uh, he did. I'm going to look it up. I was just going to make me go. It's having intermission. Oh, <laughs> I will put some music over <laughs> <in> this.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jim Brewer (laughs) Jim Brewer I would never I don't even know what he looks like
0: Uh, I will show a picture of Jim Brewer because he's uh, quite unique Um...
1: I also haven't seen Half Bake in my defence so he was on Sunday Night
0: Live he did the goat boy yeah um the Joe Pesci show on Saturday yeah. Night Live, still one of the best things I've ever seen on it was when, so basically he, he played Joe Pesci and the joke was that he would have a guest on and then at the end of like the show he would beat the guest up with a, with a baseball bat <laughs> <laughs> and just and just basically beat Joe Pesci from, um, from Goodfellas. And uh, it was running for a while and they also got Colin Quinn was on there oh, yeah. doing a really bad impression of um, Rob De Niro. And then one oh, day, one night, be right at that. no. Yeah. And then one night, um, they didn't know. I, I, I'm assuming they didn't know because like it looks actually pretty genuine. But Joe Pesci, the real Joe Pesci, and Robert De Niro walked on for the show, Ooh. and it's one of the best uh, walk ons I've ever seen in Saturday Night Live history. Um, I also saw a photo this morning. I was looking around Instagram. Um, did you ever see Chris Farley as the B girl from um, uh, the B girl. The B girl from oh what's that band? Um, All I can say is that my life is pretty. Um, Blind Melon. Blind Melon. Yeah, from the No Rain film clip. No, I think it was a sketch that they didn't end up airing. But there's a picture because there's a, there's a there's a photographer on Instagram called Danny Bones who does a lot of um. Danny Clinch. Yeah, he does yeah. um he does a lot of Pell Jam and Bruce Springsteen, but like he's like he had a photo of um. Yeah, um, Chris Barley in the B-girl outfit from No Rain. Apparently, there is footage of him like um, in the background when someone announces like, "I know a blind melon." Like he's in the background, <laughs> but he, I don't think he actually goes on on air. But uh, yeah, and I also found out that um, I don't really like him, but Queens of the Stone Age when they did Little Sister, they got Will Ferrell to come out on Cowboy. Yeah, I didn't know about that. one. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen that before.
1: We don't talk about them anymore. Okay, I'm okay with the, that. They're soiled themselves. <laughs>
0: Well, how embarrassing <laughs> alright let's go to music alright so we had the grammy awards which is probably the only award show that I don't really watch because I don't really care um, but uh, yeah you like music yeah almost as much as you would like
1: film um, In both ceremonies are of- Equally as pointless and
0: meaningless and <laughs> stupid? I I don't know. I think um, with music, I'm a little bit more... Um, like, I'll give like most movies a chance. There's, there's, there's some music where I'm just like, I ain't going to give that a chance. Oh. <laughs> I'm intrigued, though. Um, so the Grammy Awards, the, the the song and album of the year, which also turned out to be the song and album of um, my early 90s, was the wind beneath my wings by Bette Midler? Fair, yeah. And I heard that song quite a few times. It's
1: still a good song, to be mm. honest. It's a good song.
0: I don't know. <laughs> it's catchy. It is catchy. And I like—I understand why it would be so so huge. But like, man, it was... was that from Beaches as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, and to be tagged up on later this year for other reasons, Millie Vanilli gets best, new, gets best Ooh. new artist and they'll hang on to that award for now. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, then we had, uh, Oh, so not funny, <laughs> but kind of, um, let's pretend it's funny. Uh, so when tournament Terminator two was being written, Mm-hmm. by James Cameron. Yes. Uncle James, as Dave calls him. Yes. Uh, he had an interview with Billy Idol to be the T-1000. Wow. Um, in 1990, Billy Idol had a motorcycle accident. And um, when James Cameron called him and said, like, oh, we're, we're really sort of pursuing you, he said, like, I can't. I've just... I've, I've had a motorcycle accident and I've, like, really injured myself, so... I don't want to say we dodged a bullet <laughs> because that would be bad to Billy Idol, but in the in Robert Patrick's defense, he. Yeah. I think I think Billy Idol, looking back on that, I think
1: he's a nice enough guy. Would be like, yeah, that's not me.
0: I don't know, man, because I think he's like he would be the like I don't know whether he would have got it. But can you imagine the T one thousand as Billy Idol with the lip thing that he does?
1: Have you seen this boy? <laughs> no.
0: Say that's a nice bike. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we didn't get our Billy Idol T one thousand. Um, T-1000. um if, anyone's really good, if anyone's really good at video and they can superimpose Billy Idol, like all sorts of like that um that thing they do to people now where they is it the deep fake? Yeah. Can someone yep. deep fake Billy Idol fantasy 1000?
1: Also, can we fast forward a little bit how that might have changed history? Because then if, if he takes over that spot, then you've also got Billy Idol in Wayne's World. chasing down <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> yeah. And then is Billy Idol still in The Wedding Singer? Oh, I is Robert this Patrick just, in The Wedding or it's Singer? Or is now Robert Patrick up there? <laughs> this is like sliding doors moment It's oh, man. society could have changed forever
0: do you think we wouldn't have coronavirus right now <laughs> I mean <laughs> a, but, a Billy Idol flaps his wings yep <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Donald Trump's hair falls out yeah
0: <laughs> wow have you seen this boy <laughs> I look at the video it's like oh he's a good looking boy <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Um. So the releases for um the for this month uh there's not a lot. I mean, there's, there is actually. I didn't go into the last episode either. Um. You might call it at the end. There are Spotify playlists. They're all under "Living in the Past" and the month that the uh, playlist is for. So it'll be for this month. It'll be "Living in the um, Living in the Past," February 1990. Um. And that will contain all the releases that I can find that came out in that particular month. The top ones for this one, and the one that I've actually uh, listened to quite a lot uh, since I found it, because I wasn't a big Midnight Oil fan, but Blue Same. Sky Mining came out, and that is a really good album.
1: Mm, I disagree.
0: Why? Mm, because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, having. Not... He was a politician! <laughs> yeah, and
1: look what happened. I <laughs> let us all down, Peter. Yeah. Um, I think not having my formative years in Australia, like living in England for that stretch where I discovered all these things... Mm. Australian rock never really, or well, that era of Australian rock never really. So in excess? Uh, not really.
0: Like angels, church, like all that. The uh. well, church you say? Because <laughs> they, they had gold afternoon fix. Yeah. Um, Which? Bronze afternoon fix. <laughs> which I think like uh, everyone thought was a heroin. Um,
1: oh yeah. Analogy, yeah, that makes but sense.
0: apparently it's not. Apparently but um cuz that's what that um the stranglers song the golden brown yes um and then also please hammer don't hurt him by uh, mc hammer i considered going back to that album to like give it a <laughs> proper should, listen through you know through. what i'm not saying that it's the best album that you're ever going to hear of of that of, of r&b and hip hop but man like there are some songs on that album that like way more deserve to be the single rather than count This. I will listen to that on my way. It's such a fucking weird thing. It's like, it's like, you, you've got this song. It's like, did they record the album of like straight R&B and then thought, we haven't got a hit on here. Let's put something like this on it. Or did he have this, this one that's like, oh, we can't just release that. We need to put a bunch of filler on the album first. I don't know what came first.
1: It's the thing though. You don't know about filler. Some people will call it filler and some people, Kurt and Courtney thought Lounge Act was filler. I think that's one of the best songs they've ever had.
0: I think No, Courtney hated it. He didn't hate it. She hated it because it was about an ex of his. And tried to make him dislike it. But a lot of people call that song filler. Bullshit. Exactly. I would say, I would go on record as saying as the B-side of any Nevada album is 10 times better than the A-side. Even the ones that Dave Grohl sang? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I was just thinking, so we've got like a, I have like a, I have a playlist in the mornings that I change very... I try to just sort of shuffle a bunch of songs into it and... Um, you curate it all yourself? I I just... I basically go through um, other other playlists and other albums that I haven't seen, haven't heard of in a while and just chuck it all on there. And whatever sticks, sticks. Yep. Powderfinger came up. Now, I'm not a huge Powderfinger fan, but I really like their singles. Are so we I, still
1: so in February 1990?
0: Yeah. Okay. No, this is, this is not just... This is just in general. This is just okay. my, my general sort of... Uh, and the thing with powder finger i I found is i thought i know all their singles i'll put a bunch of their stuff on that's not singles non-powder finger singles are fucking horrible oh (laughs) they were not they they did not that they would build albums around say like three to five singles and the rest of it is not not good yeah um and any any of any of those finger fans um (laughs) what would you call them fingers <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want the Fingers Army um, after me, but yeah, they um look and like my happiness, amazing song, but nearly every other song on that album that wasn't a single. And I was, I was look, trying to look up setlist. I'm like, how much of those other songs did we use? Doing like a greatest hits, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um. So that's it.
1: Uh, speaking of greatest hits, Ooh. um, David Bowie, unofficially,
0: <laughs> what? We no, can't talk thinking, about David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. I just like I just know that your your key interest is sport and David Bowie and when it comes to it, Pearl Jam. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Soon. Um and Christopher Nolan. Yeah, what was he doing in
1: nineteen ninety? <laughs> Probably sitting in his basement. Please. Um so he I, if, I can't say he kicked off his Sound and Vision tour. Okay. he did two shows in New York in ah. February nineteen ninety. The tour itself didn't start until March in Quebec for some reason. But... I'll start. Everything w- worth, noting that, uh, worth noting. Worth <laughs> noting. And that was supposed to be his greatest hits tour where he was going to retire his back catalogue. So from 90 onwards, like, it's new, it's And modern. then you
0: realise that his new stuff wasn't quite as No,
1: because his new stuff is fantastic. Okay. Um, but, you know, you can't let go of things that are so good.
0: <laughs> I love it when... like And, and respect to him... But he made those, sweep- he's like one of these people who made those sweeping statements and then never stuck to it. Every musician does oh, that. I know, I know. It's like, it's like... I'm sure he stuck to it for a little while. Yeah. Um, Bono's another one. It's like, oh, we're not, not going to do this and it's going to be great. And then it's like, ah, uh, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> this is part of why I
1: fell out of love with Foo Fighters. There was so much, like, uh, bands that like, build their own studio and record out like that's disgusting it's ridiculous why do they do that and two years later they put their own like <laughs> well, bands that play two sets an acoustic set and electric like that's fucking stupid who does that two years later it's exactly what they're doing <laughs> it's like just shut up and do your music you don't have to announce everything yeah. that you hate and love just do it and not be judged by everyone uh, that's heard you call yourself out
0: already I saw was it there, Hyde Park yeah one yeah. with all the guests but when he had like the big runway thing. yep Man, I was like, there's always a big runway now. And with that, (laughs) with that sigh of Dave Grohl's bad life decisions, uh, we bring another episode to a close. Uh, Thank you for being on it again. Thanks for having me on it again. Yep. Uh, Yeah. And we will see you next month for March. Uh, Ooh, awards show. Oh, no way. Is there another awards show in March? (laughs) What?
1: Have we not had all of them already? Sure. All
0: right. See ya. So that is February 1990, done and dusted and in the bag. Just want to give a shout out to some awesome people at the end here. Andrew Golding, thank you once again for doing our music. Rebecca Sheedy does our artwork. And you can check out the rest of her stuff at Mild Scribbling on Instagram. You can check us up on Instagram too, Living in the Past podcast. You can also send us an email with any thoughts, ideas, if you live locally, maybe you want to be on the show at livingthepastpod at gmail.com. Be sure to give us a subscribe, give us a rating if you want, and be sure to also check us out in when we launch another mini episode. Uh, this one's really cool. I'm not going to go much into it now because I like to give surprises. Thank you for listening once again, and have a awesome week. See you next time. Bye.